This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency has removed a portion of an asbestos-contaminated mining operation in Libby from its national priorities list. The agency says all required cleanup activities within a unit of a Montana Superfund site have been completed. The area also includes Libby's Riverfront Park and the embankments of Montana Highway 37. The site was placed on the EPA's priorities list in 2002 because of high levels of asbestos in and around Libby and Troy. Officials called the removal of the operational area that includes a former export plant from the EPA list a significant step in the effort to undo the contamination. The EPA Superfund designation came after hundreds of people died and thousands became ill. After more than six decades of exposure to asbestos from the former W.R. Grayson Company vermiculite mine. Known as the Daddy of them all, Cheyenne Frontier Days was canceled Wednesday because of the coronavirus pandemic, marking the first time it's been called off in its 124-year history. Cheyenne Mayor Marion Orr said event organizers decided the risk of spreading the virus was too great for the more than 140,000 people who would visit over the last two weeks in July. It was billed as the world's largest outdoor rodeo. Frontier Days has survived both world wars and the Great Depression. An estimated 14,000 attended the final round of the Cheyenne Frontier Days on the last day of the rodeo in 2019. One estimate says the event brings in $28 million into the local economy in those two weeks. Memorial Day weekend traffic in Yellowstone National Park, at least on the Wyoming end, was similar to last year. A snowstorm forced the Wyoming entrances to close Saturday. After that, park officials say Memorial Day weekend traffic for those gates was similar to last year. Almost 4,700 vehicles entered through the two Wyoming gates on Sunday and Monday. Last year, it was about 4,800 on Memorial Day weekend. Two companies, one of which runs some hotels, restaurants, and campgrounds in Yellowstone National Park, have revised a proposal to replace, improve, and expand existing Wi-Fi access in some areas of the park. They're seeking public comment on an updated proposal. Zantera Travel Collection and Access Parks proposal to the National Park Service received over 3,000 public comments last November. The companies want to install up to 484 small antennas in or on employee housing and visitor lodging at Canyon, Grant, and Lake Villages, Mammoth Hot Springs, and Old Faithful. The proposal says all exterior antennas would be located out of view wherever possible, and if visible, the installations would be painted to match the buildings on which they're installed. The proposal does not call for any new towers 
or for getting internet service in the backcountry areas or campgrounds. If approved by the National Park Service, the project would be funded by Zantera. Yellowstone Park said in a press release that people can review the new images and submit additional public comment by June 10th via mail or online. Campaign posters have been placed at gas stations across Missoula, urging motorists to vote against a local option fuel tax. It turns out they were funded by the Montana Petroleum Marketers Association, and those posters have prompted a complaint to the Montana Commission of Political Practices. The posters fail to indicate that oil companies funded them. Robert Hamilton of Missoula filed a complaint, quote, Transparency may seem like a small detail, but Missoulians have the right to know the petroleum industry is funding the Vote No campaign. That's according to Hamilton. Campaign finance reports say the posters were funded by the Citizens Against Local Option Gas Tax with Brad Longcake, the executive director of the Montana Petroleum Marketers and Convenience Store Association, listed as treasurer. The group, Citizens Against Local Option Gas Tax, is funded solely by the Montana Petroleum Marketers Association. No one else has contributed. Back in March, the Missoula County Commissioners put the local option fuel tax on June's primary ballot. It would create a two-cent-per-gallon fuel tax earmarked for road improvements across the county. In 2019, U.S. annual energy consumption from renewable sources exceeded coal consumption for the first time since before 1885. That's according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration's Monthly Energy Review. This report reflects the continued decline of coal used for electricity generation over the past decade, as well as growth in renewable energy, mostly from wind and solar. Compared with 2018, coal consumption in the United States decreased nearly 15% last year, and total renewable energy consumption grew by 1%. Historically, wood was the main source of U.S. energy until the mid-1800s and was the only commercial-scale renewable source of energy in the United States until the first hydropower plants began producing electricity in the 1880s. Coal was used in the early 1800s as fuel for steam-powered boats and trains and for making steel. It was only later used to generate electricity, beginning in the 1880s. The EIA's earliest energy estimates began in 1635. According to the EIA, in 2019, U.S. coal consumption decreased for the sixth consecutive year to 11.3 quadrillion BTU, the lowest level since 1964. Energy generation from coal has declined significantly over the past decade and in 2019 fell to its lowest level in 42 years. Natural gas consumption in the electric power sector has significantly increased in recent years and has displaced much of the energy generation 
from retired coal plants. If you want to hear this report again, please check our podcast on anchor.fm slash jscott or on the Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB web pages. The podcast has listeners in 15 countries on six continents. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.